I got I got two scenarios for you. Okay. Real quick, real simple. Yep. I just I need to know from an ethical perspective what you think is the correct choice here. Can I can I pick my own ethical system? System of ethics, I should say. Yes, that's why I'm asking you. I'm asking you to choose between these two, which is more ethical based on your understanding of ethics. Okay. Okay. So you have been on a few dates with a person and you start to, you know, get those feelings for for them. Not just the butterflies in your stomach, but legitimate, you know, caught the feelings like some kind of gross sick disease. Like like parasites, intestinal yeah. parasites. Parasites, prions, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh and you know, this is one of your one of your next dates. One thing leads to another. Uh-huh. Ends up in the bedroom. And the typical bedroom antics occur when you're on a date with someone of the coital variety. Pillow fight? And yes, pillow fight and then sex. Oh. Um I've never had then, sex in my life. Okay, well in this situation you you, you just did. <laughs> okay. And at at the end of it, um, as they are as they are um as you hit the fun spot the right number of times and they make the noise was it is it better if the noise they make is you can say yes, the word climax they climax and the noise i'm trying to be appropriate here i'm trying to be pg climax is pg and the what i i would say climax is pg okay but the climax that means orgasm kids i would also consider orgasm to be pretty pg okay well that's maybe pg 13 but like the, the question is, would you rather, is it better if the noise they make or you make, it can be either one in this, is, gee, good golly, that sure did hit the spot. I am now orgasming and it was very enjoyable. They say that verbatim. Or they say that verbatim or something very, very akin to it. Or they just go. <laughs> <laughs> Which one would I prefer? Which one is more Ethical. Ethical. Which one is more ethical? Oh, uh, geez. To be honest with you, I think they're both ethical. Okay, which one gets the message across better? That they have attained climax? That they have attained climax, they enjoyed what you did, and is in a way that you would want to continue to see them. I did good sex upon them. Um, good question. They're just, you're just like, that was the bee's knees. Yeah, the second, the second one. Second, the second one. Yeah. Because it's the like one. you you lose your mental facilities to the point that you just unleash like a a bestial sound, you know? Okay, like like a yop from atop the mountains. Exactly like a yop, like a barbaric yop. So what you're saying is that you just have self esteem issues. Uh, yes, but that goes without saying. What's up, ladies and gentle thems? This is the Rule Against Podcasting, a podcast that facially recognizes the existence of laws but fails to discuss them with any substance. I'm one of your co-hosts, Chris McMillan. As always, my life is filled with so many regrets. And I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Iggy Cosman, one of Chris's many regrets. And I know what you're thinking. What does verbosity and orgasm mean have to do with today's subject? And I'll tell you what, it doesn't. We just couldn't think of an intro bit. Well, there you have here, it. Let, me, let me draw the connection for you. Would you consider intercourse a conjoining? I don't like that turn of phrase, but 
I would have to say yes. Okay. So think of a state being admitted to the union as a conjoining between a territory. Okay. So what you what you're saying is that the United government. States of America is just one giant eyes wide shut orgy. Yes. That we want DC and Puerto Rico to join, but some people are like, uh, our orgy's big enough as it is. Yes. And in Canada and Mexico are kind of just eyeing us. Yeah, so it, it works like this. You've got um, like the old wrinkly bastards in the corner who 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 have been been around this orgy for a while. You know, they know how things work. They want to keep things kind of the same. And then then you have Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is is the is like your Tom Cruise is Washington D.C. in eyes wide shut. He's trying to infiltrate the orgy. I don't like. I don't like this analogy, but we're going with it. It's a good analogy. It works. Um, But they don't want him in there. They want him out because it's a very secretive society. Yeah. So that's that's how we're going to connect these two ideas. Okay. So you're saying the connection between statehood and orgies is Tom Cruise. Yes. It's like the the middle tooth that connects both sides of his teeth. Okay. So this is exactly like Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, at the end of all things is Tom Cruise. So, yeah, when you die uh, and your soul goes wherever it goes, Tom Cruise will be at the gates and he will determine uh, the value of your soul. Here's the thing. You're all going to hell. Well, unless you're unless you're a Scientologist. Surprisingly enough, they were the correct religion. Depending on your religion, everyone might go to the same place like Judaism. They all go to the same place. No, but Tom Cruise is the one deciding. That's true. So I guess it would be Scientology rules. Damn. So for some, Ron L. Hubbard, bad guy, but he was correct. Wait, was was Ron L. Hubbard a bad guy? Because didn't he just write the books? He started the religion. Oh, uh, okay. That okay. So this is interesting. He did. This, he did. He wrote sci-fi books first. He did. He wrote Battleship Earth. This is a really good thing to bring up because we're also going to be talking about another made-up religion today that iggy has not wanted me to talk about on the podcast but is relevant to today's issue utah is not <laughs> a real place chris <laughs> we're gonna talk about utah though we're also gonna talk about some people in utah mitt romney one of he's one of them okay we can talk about mitt romney sure oh uh, mitt romney can you can you believe that the words Wow, I'm actually kind of proud of Mitt Romney. Came out of my mouth earlier this month. A lot of things came out of your mouth earlier tonight. <laughs> that is true. That is true. Because because of the of the orgy, the fifty the fifty one person orgy. That is not what happened because we are in the middle of a pandemic and we should not be holding orgies. I know it was very unsafe. I was not a part of it. Um, I am trying to be a part of the solution and not a part of the problem. And the solution is they get that 51st person in. Yeah, I mean, once you got 50 people in the orgy, what's another one person? I mean, like, you're going to have... Chris, you were like, no, it's a pandemic. We can't have 51 people. That's one too many. And I'm just like, it's already at 50. Who cares if there's a 51st person at this point? It's like they're already <laughs> paid to get in. <laughs> well, there there might be some... There, there, depending on your point of view of the Constitution and certain other aspects of american politics there there might be a reason that that 50 per, 51st person should not join the orgy but we'll get to that the constitution is in a solid state of matter yes dc is also in a solid state of matter they go hand in hand 
Yes, but unlike Washington, D.C., the Constitution is a crusty-ass yellow piece of paper that we should rip up and start again. And D.C. is also crusty-assed. <laughs> is it? <laughs> Have you been to D.C.? Yeah, it has a lot of crusty asses there. I would agree. I'm not a huge fan of D.C. But Like the Constitution, there's some good, there's a lot of bad. I'd say most of it's not that great. Yeah, some good, most of it bad. I was thinking about it today. Americans have too much individual liberty. It's, I think it's mostly a cultural thing. I can walk into Costco, I can poop on the floor, and I won't get in that much trouble for it. <laughs> no, you'll be arrested. <laughs> I'll get in trouble, I won't be in that much trouble. <laughs> no, you'll be arrested, it, it won't be good. <laughs> no, I'll be arrested, but I won't be in that much trouble. You, you'd be in a lot more trouble than if you didn't poop in the I'll wall. just claim affluenza. I don't think you can. I mean, you yeah. in particular. No, I can just go up to Joe's and be affluenza, and they're like, not guilty, free to go. Well, no, you need to wave the wad of cash in their face. Well, yeah, that's the implication when they say affluenza. Do you have a wad of cash to wave in their face? I have a fake set, and you keep in my sleeve at all times. Okay. And most judges have notoriously bad eyesight, so. Yeah, because they're so old, and they have the powdered wigs. Yeah, of course. Actually, fun fact, if we were a Commonwealth country, we would wear powdered wigs and robes as lawyers and judges, but we aren't. Why Why in a Commonwealth country? Because uh, the UK does it. So does Canada and uh, I think Australia and New Zealand. No. Do they? I don't know. Are I'm talking out Commonwealth Mubut. countries? Yeah, it's like the countries that like are technically part of the UK but like are technically independent as well because England said they could be because like it was just to treat their because like we could have just been like Canada and asked nicely to be independent and then England would have given it to us. Yeah, or we could have just killed a bunch of British soldiers, which was a lot more fun. Yeah, but we don't get the added perk of having of being able to obtain a free portrait of Queen Elizabeth. Well, no, but we do have Guy Fieri, so. That's, one in the that's true. And that is uh, that's a very strong, uh, very strong. Um, I don't know what I'm trying to say. That's a good thing. Anyways, let's start where all things start. The Constitution. In the womb. Oh. oh, OK. Which is technically the womb of all law in America. That's one way to think of it. Sure. This episode's title will be The Constitution, America's Womb. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is um, in an abstract way. The Constitution is the womb of which all states are birthed. Alrighty, we are looking at the Constitution. We are looking at Article Four. We are looking at Section Three. Wait, wait, hold on. I'm not looking at it. I'm looking at Paper Mario. Don't do that. Okay, I got a bunch of images of the Constitution. I'm looking at it. Okay, find Article Four, Section Three. Okay, well, hold, these are all scans, so it's hard to read. Oh, do you want to read the Constitution this week, Iggy? No. Okay, that's fair. Article 4, Section 3. I can go ahead and read it then. Okay, Article 4, Section 3 reads, New states may be admitted by the Congress into this union, but no new state shall be formed or erected haha, within the jurisdiction of any other state, nor any state <laughs> be formed by the junction of two or more states. Okay, like this, this... Can I just say this section... I know we've been very crass this episode, but like this section is written in the most sexual way possible. Oh, you knew John Hancock man it when he wrote it. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, blah, 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 blah. And we any state be formed by the junction of two or more states or parts of states 
without the consent of the legislature of the states concerned as well as the Congress. I mean, come on. Like, really? Uh, Next part. The Congress shall have power to dispose of and make all needful rules and regulations respecting the territory or other property belonging to the United States, and nothing in this Constitution shall be so construed as to prejudice any claims of the U.S. or any particular state, blah, blah, blah. Okay. That's a whole bunch of mumbo-jumbo that it makes up the new states clause, and it basically means Congress has the power to make new states. Except within certain erections. N- no, but close. But you, you see where the, the orgy idea, or at least the, um, the intercourse idea, is a good parallel, because yeah. the language of this clause is about joining these territories into the union it's about inviting you know the outsider into the orgy they're saying hey you seem pretty cool you want to get in here on this on this state sandwich yeah so here's an interesting little tidbit nowhere in that provision states that newly admitted states have the have equal footing to pre-existing states so have like equal powers and rights I've always said Alaska is the least worthy of all the states. Agreed. But, and interestingly enough, the Founding Fathers were a little bit worried about Western states becoming more powerful than the pre-existing 13 states. Because they bigger, they badder, they hotter. Well, technically, a lot of them weren't that much bigger. They were all about the same size. Especially Virginia. Virginia was massive. But... Oh, yes. Yeah. At the time before it was two states. Yeah. 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 Before West Virginia was a thing, because West Virginia was just like this tumor on regular Virginia. So interestingly enough, they decided, you know what? We're going to make a law about this. So then they passed a law that was like it's called the Equal Footing Doctrine. Um, So after they admitted Vermont and Kentucky, they were like, well, these states really don't actually have that much power because no one lives in them. Uh, We might as well give them equal footing. So any newly admitted state has the same rights and the same powers as every other state in the union. Yay. Um, Equality. Not equity. Yeah. So that's equal footing. And we can talk a little bit because it's been part of some really interesting court cases. Do tell me more. Sure. So a notable one, we have Coyle v. Smith, and this involved the state of Oklahoma. So part of the state, the, the process of becoming a state is submitting your constitution to Congress, your state constitution to Congress. Mm-hmm. Um, Oklahoma passed their constitution and they were like, OK, so we're going to put our capital in Guthrie, Oklahoma, just for the time being. And then we'll move it somewhere else later. Just like with the D.C. capital. Uh, not really, but OK. Um <laughs> We had it somewhere and we moved it somewhere else. That was more of a political compromise, though. But like Bikini Bottom, they just grabbed it and they moved it somewhere else. And then they got crushed by a giant worm. They moved it to an arguably worst part of the country, so yes. Anyways, um, so this went all the way up to the Supreme Court. Okay, so I give the background of the case. Um, This guy was kind of upset because he owned a lot of property in Guthrie, where the state capital was going to be. The state capital was going to be the the biggest city in in the state at that time. And when they decided to move it to Oklahoma, after Oklahoma became a state, he was like, hey, what the heck? Now my property is worth they less. They moved it to Oklahoma, Oklahoma? They moved it to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, pay attention. You said Oklahoma. They moved it to Oklahoma. 
Oh, my bad. <laughs> they moved it to Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. That's why I was asking. <laughs> I was sure it was like New York, New York. Just insert a little city. So he owned a lot of property. Uh, its value tanked after it was moved. The capital was moved from Guthrie to Oklahoma City. So he was like, state, what the heck? And he sued the state. Um, went all the way up to the Supreme Court. And he was like, yo, the, the state can't do that. And the Supreme Court was like, well, yeah, they can. Um, that's kind of the put of the, the put the point of the equal footing doctrine. States have the right to do as they please, as it states in their constitution. They created this constitution. We approved it. it says they can do that. They can do it. They have the power to do that. So we rattle up, but basically. So how does a state or a proposed state become a state? You may ask. I do. I do ask. I want to make my own state in a very basic sense. So let me preface this. Um, For the most part, potential states that have become actual states were formerly territories. Notable exceptions being states like Texas, which was an independent nation for a little while, um, and um, a couple others, Texas being the most prominent. The Lone Star Republic. States like uh, our home state, Ohio, were a territory before we became a state. So basically what you got to do to become a state is you got to make a constitution, a state constitution, and you got to go to Congress and you got to be like, yo, this is our plan. This is our state. This is our constitution. Bring us into the orgy. And the way that works is that Congress adopts a joint resolution. Which basically means it's voted on in both the House and the Senate. I couldn't find a really good answer on whether it's a two-thirds majority or a simple majority. I would assume it's probably a two-thirds majority, but who knows? What was it for Alaska? That's a good question. Let me check. You, that wasn't the first thing you looked up? <laughs> no, it wasn't. I don't care about Alaska. It's like over 50 years ago. This just sounds like starting your own student club in college. All you need to do is get a professor's, you know, recommendation, and then you write the Constitution, and the student government's like, sure, cool, you can exist. Well, you need them to vote on it. That's part of the problem. Alaska Statehood Act. Oh, another important point. Um, When Congress makes a state, it's actually an act that creates the state. So, like, the act that created Alaska was the Alaska Statehood Act, which was enacted in... um, and signed into law in 1958, officially became a state the next year, 1959. It takes a vote in the House and the Senate. I can't tell you how many votes is required to become a state. We'll probably figure that out if Washington, D.C. makes it to that point. But then, of course, after the, the legislature votes on it, it goes to the president. President signs it into law, much like any other act. So that's the basics of how a state is formed. And um, because it's a specifically enumerated power in the Constitution, as we have talked about previously, the federal government has the power to do that stuff. Can you tell us what amendment that is, Iggy, that says that? The 20? No. The... It's part of the the Bill of Rights. The the 8th. No, it's the 10th. The 11th. 10th Amendment. The, um, 11th isn't part of the Bill, Bill of Rights. The, the 12th. We've talked about this in like the past couple episodes. It's the 10th Amendment. The 1st. 
No, it's not. Definitely not the First Amendment. Is it the Eighth again? No, it's the Tenth Amendment. Oh, okay. Is it the Tenth? Yeah. Okay. I'll just cut it so it's just me saying, is it the Tenth? And you say, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, it's the Tenth Amendment. All in, all powers enumerated in the Constitution go to the federal government. Everything else goes to the states. So the power to create states and bring them into the orgy that is our union is the power of the federal government. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. There have been some interesting attempts to make states in the past. I alluded to this in the intro. Do you want to guess who tried to make a state? It happened in the mid-1800s. The Catholics. Close, but not quite. Puerto Rico. No. The Virgin Isles. You're getting colder. Canada? Mid-1800s. Canada was around in the 1800s. It's, it, was a, it wasn't another government. It was a religion. Oh, oh it was a re- religion. R-E-M. <laughs> no. But it's another three-letter acronym. Mitt Romney. That's three syllables. No, I'm just listing. Oh, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City is the... I, I believe it's the, the the place where it all happens for this religion, yeah? Jehovah's Witnesses. Close, but not quite. <sighs> Started in New York, but then were forced out of New York for their beliefs and practices. Moved west, settled in Utah. Pastafinarianists? Didn't exist back then. It's the, the one religion you won't let me talk about on this podcast. Hmm. Oh, oh, I, I never said you couldn't talk about Zoroastrianism. No, Mormons. Taoism? No, the answer is Mormonism. It's the, it was the Mormons. Oh. It's the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, the LDS Church. Jesus, good God. The Westboro Baptist Church? No. Okay, so back in the mid-1800s, the Mormons were like, hey, I've got an idea. And the U.S. government was like, okay, what's your idea? And they were like, we're going to make a state. And they were like, okay. And so basically they were going to make a gigantic Western state. And by gigantic, I mean like pretty much all of Nevada, all of Utah, part of Wyoming and Colorado, a little bit of New Mexico, most of Arizona, and a little bit of California and Oregon would have been part of this state, just like a blob. There's a fun picture of it on Wikipedia if you want to look at it. But it would have been called the state of Deseret, which apparently in some bible language means like beehive. And the, oh, it's, it's the, the name for honeybee in the Book of Mormon. So it's a made-up word. I don't, I don't want BYU in charge of that much. No, it was just Brigham Young who was in charge. No, I don't want the university in charge of it either. The university didn't exist back then. Well, yeah, but it would. It would now, but it wouldn't be in charge. The Mormons would be in charge, which is a much scarier thought. But yeah, they were like, hey, Congress, let us have a state. And Congress was like, okay, we'll entertain it. Um, But basically for procedural reasons, it didn't get done. um, Because they basically like... We're like, yo, we should make a state. But then they kind of like half-assed their constitution and just based it off of Iowa's. I don't know why Iowa's in particular was the one to choose, but, you know, they did it. And yeah, it did not become a state. How many votes did it get? Uh, It did not go to a vote, I believe. Yeah, let me see here. So this was all started by the church president, Brigham Young. 
you know, the guy that the university is made named after. So he sent a dude to Washington, D.C., and they were going to petition for territorial status, which is a good first step to becoming a state because it's easier to go from a territory to a state than just like a random piece of land. The problem was at the same time, California and New Mexico were also applying to be states and they were kind of trying to get in on the action. And basically it didn't really work because other states wanted to be first. And it was also a huge plot of land. And also most people's attitudes towards Mormonism was not positive at that point in time. Um, probably for a good reason because of, you know, the polygamy, but yeah. Okay. I found that I think it's just a simple majority vote in the house and in the Senate, too, except for the Senate, the filibuster would make it 60 votes. So not a two-thirds vote and also not a simple majority. No, but without the filibuster, it would just be 50-50 with Harris as the tiebreaker. So a simple majority. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Interesting. But the state cannot be formed out of another state, correct? Yes, that is one of the constitutional provisions. You can't make a state out of another state without a without a like amendment or ratification. Yeah, if you look at Article Four, Section Three, I'll read it again. New states may be admitted. Um, yeah, no new state shall be formed or erected within the jurisdiction of any other state. Nor can you form. You can't merge two states together or parts of states together either. So that's why we can't just make one big Dakota. Yeah, it's constitutionally forbidden, but you can redraw boundaries. And there's a really fun court case about that. It's New Jersey versus New York. It's fairly recent, 1998. What, did New Jersey want more land or did New York want more land? Uh, they both wanted part of Ellis Island. But isn't that a New York thing? Not anymore. It is now 83% New Jersey's with 17% being New York's. This went all the way up to the Supreme Court. It's not even that big of an island. It's really not. But there was a fight about it for years. Is it like, like, is it three? Is like literally like you draw a map of LSI and 83% of it goes to New Jersey or is it like total? There's a good picture on the Wikipedia page that shows the part that is New York's and it's just like a blob. What does this, what does this give them? Like part of the building. It's, it's really just a, dick measuring contest by the two states to be honest so i know i'm like new jersey yeah but there was a, just a big fight about it went up to scotus um scotus why is that why is that the boundary what is that why an is outline it? of <laughs> i don't know it's really not an outline of anything like if you've ever been there it just has a bunch of like historical buildings on it so like if i murder someone in the main building but then i run to the bakery bakery and carpent carpenter shop now i've crossed state borders yeah okay if you steal something from one part of like from a gift shop in the new jersey part and you transport it into the new york part by taking a step over the border you've committed a federal crime good to know yeah um now with with dc would they need a ratification or not since it's it's that weird gray space there's a weird thing about D.C., and that is, according to the Constitution, D.C. is not supposed to be a state. Yeah. Okay. Because in the Constitution, Article 1, Section 8, it says to exercise, um, or hold on, the provision is in Article 1, Section 8, 
to exercise exclusive legislation in all cases whatsoever over such district not exceeding 10 miles square as may by session of particular states and the exception of con- acceptance of Congress become the seat of government of the United States and to exercise like authority over all places purchased by the consent of the legislature of the state in which the same shall be for the erection of forts, magazines, arsenals, dockyards, and other needful buildings. Did you say magazines? Yes. What's a magazine in the context of a building? Maybe it's like firearm magazines. No, it wouldn't have been because that's it was too too long ago. Oh, maybe they're just specifically talking about magazines for some odd reason. Who knows? I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, that's the part of the Constitution that says you need to have a seat of government. Technically, it's not supposed to be a state. Oh, a gunpowder magazine is a building designed to store the explosive gunpowder and wooden barrels for safety. Yeah, that's probably why we call a guns magazine a magazine. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Here's a fun fact about D.C., though. When it was first created, so actually the idea of D.C., or uh, the idea of a seat of power that would be a district, not a state, came from Federalist Paper Number 43, James Madison, ya boy, in which he was like, we need to have a seat of government. And here's the interesting part. We need to have a seat of government that's not a state because of the riots at our current capital back then. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yep. There was a a riot at the time at the Capitol and they were like, okay, we need to have a seat of power where the federal government is strongest that is governed by the federal government so we can combat these like riots. You know, I heard heard it was the same thing. They they thought the uh, election was fraudulent and that uh, Russia had tampered with all the votes and that uh, James Madison shouldn't have been the president. I I don't think that's how it worked, but okay. But yeah, that's a funny little parallel to today. And now for the same reasoning, we're trying to reach the opposite result, which is part of the reason why this whole D.C. statehood thing has taken off. Partially, it's um, because if D.C. did become a state, it would be overwhelmingly Democrat um, in terms of voting. And it would give Democrats two more seats in the Senate, which would give them a better shot at a stronger majority. But the other reason that is being touted, which I don't think is the main reason in terms of like what people actually want to get done, is that they want to have a state policing force in case of insurgent groups. Yeah. Uh, That's what I understand of the state movement. It's probably mostly political, to be honest with you. Um, But... Chris, the law isn't political. No, the law is entirely political. No, it's not. It is absolutely entirely political. It's designed to not be political. That is a complete lie. (laughs) Nope. You've said... Every law is inherently political. You're saying murder being illegal is political? Yes, it is. Against who? That is a political position. Okay, I guess that's a fair take. There could be people who think murder should be legal, so okay, fair. It's all based on your own sense of morals. It's it's all opinion-based. That's what politics is. So what you're saying is we need a computer AI to lead us. No, we need anarchy. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so no laws. You just want it to be the purge 24-7. But do you have to wear the stupid masks? No, absolutely not. Okay, cool. I don't get the point of the masks. Well, no, I mean, I mean, obviously the masks for, you know, COVID, but not the dumb masks they wear in the purge. Oh, of course, of course, of course. Yeah. Um, Masks to be healthy, not masks to look 
stupid. Yeah, I honestly don't understand the masks. Okay, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. What is the point of wearing masks in the purge? Okay, I could see one point, which is that you you fear retaliation if they could if they know who you are. Yeah. But like if you kill everyone that you're going after, then it's not a problem. But well, I'm saying if Barb in accounting tries to murder you and she fails, things are going to be really awkward for the next 364 days that you guys work together. That's true. Maybe the, <clears throat> maybe maybe that's why they wear masks, because it's definitely not to hide their identities because they fear the repercussions of committing the acts. My my one issue with the purge is that it assumes every single person just wants to go out and murder their neighbors. And it's just like I would just like pirate a bunch of st- shit and maybe steal a pizza from Papa John's. I just commit tax fraud. Yeah. Or like like sell a bunch of my stocks and then not declare it. Yeah. As income. Or just write checks for a million dollars. I don't get I, what would I get out of just killing a bunch of people? It's just a lot of cleanup. Yeah, I I don't really see the point. Um, those movies are just like it's like such an interesting premise that like is was so poorly executed. Because <laughs> I mean, we we have um, there are places without law. Know about this? We got recordings of it. People have are there to, places people have been law? to New Jersey? It's a state. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's fair. I was gonna say Kentucky, but fair enough. We don't go to Kentucky. No, we don't go to Kentucky. Anyways, so. Back to Washington, D.C. Um, so at the time that it was created, they said there's going to be no municipal level government at all in D.C. There's just going to be the federal government that's going to be in charge of D.C. And it was like that for a while. Now, in the Federalist Papers, it was kind of clear that the Founding Fathers didn't intend for it to not have a municipal level government forever. Um, but it started out that way, and it wasn't until the 1970s with the um, the District of Columbia Home Rule that allowed for a municipal government to be created in D.C., so a mayor and a city council. And now D.C. is technically self-governed, but it does not have representation in Congress or the Senate, and that's why they want to become a state. Much like Puerto Rico, which is probably more deserving of statehood at this point. If anything, I think Puerto Rico should be the state over D.C. I still think North and South Dakota should just become one big Dakota. See, I think so too, and that's because, here's a hot take. I don't like the idea of having 51 states. Political take! I want to have 50. Okay, but see, that's just like that's just like a mental thing. There's no reason it has to be 50. Yeah, exactly. This isn't, this isn't fairly odd parents. Or you can just wish there's 49 states and then it becomes them. Well, I'm just saying this because I think 51's not as good of a number as 50. I mean, I like it. It's a... No, wait, fuck. It's not a prime number. Never mind. It's not a prime number. It's no, divisible it's by three. In 17, yeah. So what What are some like proposed alternatives for like DC not becoming a state, but still you know fixing the issues that it faces by not being a state? Or are there none? Well, I mean, the representation thing, the only way to fix that is to become a state. In terms of being able to police itself, that I feel like there are other ways to do that. <laughs> but they couldn't just like make it like have Maryland absorb it, just like suck it up. Well, then it still wouldn't. The problem is representation, to be honest with you. But then they would have representation because they'd be part of another state. Yeah, but they want more Senate seats. Oh, so they're they wouldn't get more Senate seats if they were absorbed into Maryland. Yeah, but then Maryland would have less Senate seats. Well, no, it not, wouldn't. It wouldn't. No, but not. 
technically it would not have less but it'd be have, it'd be representative of a larger population so it would have different people running well the, the no because the people of dc don't vote for maryland's yes unless they were a part of maryland but they're not losing out on anything if it doesn't happen because it's not happening now. But then the citizens of D.C. Can I don't run. understand your reasoning here. No, but then I'm saying the people in D.C. would have representation as being a part of another state in the first place. And so they would they would be able to change stuff in D- in Maryland to affect them. Yeah, but technically, according to the Constitution, you're not supposed to conjoin to territories like that. Without a ratification. I don't think that's what the Constitution says. Hold on. Without the consent of the legislatures of the states, you're going to have to get the states to agree on it. I don't think Maryland would probably agree on it. I don't think D.C. would. Although D.C. is not a state. So. Uh, Interesting. I don't think that's going to happen, though. No, I was just offering a potential solution. I do think D.C. should become a state. I think Puerto Rico should become a state before D.C. does. We need to get it to 60. I think we should get it to 69. We split up... (laughs) Split up California into like three or four states. It should be three or four states at this point. There should be like Northern California, Central California, and Southern California. Those are three distinct areas. Yeah, and politically they are distinct. Northern California is very not left wing. Well, the very, San Francisco is, but the very Northern part of California is not. Yeah, very Northern part is definitely not. Just like I would argue the Central part isn't either. Okay, we need to get to 69 states. How are we going to do it? We need to add Guam, we need to add Puerto Rico, we need to add D.C. That's three states. We add uh, the, the Virgin Islands. Virgin Islands, it's four. We, you said Guam, we offer uh, statehood to all of the Caribbean islands and take which ones come in. They're not territories. No, but we offer it to them. We can say, hey, you want to join, you can get statehood in the U.S. They feel kind of far away, though. We start we start annexing and We have Hawaii, which is really far away, so. Yeah, maybe. we start annexing territories in Canada. We're like... Hey, we let each island of Hawaii become a state. So that adds that adds there's seven islands. So there'd be six states. OK, six states to our force. So we have Michigan, 10 states now. Michigan becomes two states. Michigan should become two states. That's a good point. So we're at 61 or it becomes part of Wyoming. Uh, we, we can split up Texas. Austin could be its own state. We can split up Texas into like four different states. Yeah, just split it up into quadrants. They just got they got really big like. Austin and Houston, we could just split up each of the quadrants into the big cities there. Yeah, yeah. I think so that'll work. That's, that's so we're at 64. 64. Split up California into three so that we're at 66. Yeah. I still think we could annex some of Canada. I think we leave Canada out of this. We just tell Justin, it's like, hey, we just, just give us three of the territories. I don't want any part of Canada. You don't? Not any of it? I thought you liked Canada. I do like Canada. I don't want it tainted by the U.S. Geographically, side, we'll see... Alaska's too big, but we can't really divvy it up because the population is too small. Yeah. But what if we take the western part of Canada and just make it part of the U.S. so it's just one continuous thing? See, the problem with that is we're going to have to beat them in a military action, which wouldn't be difficult, but no. it's, it's a problem. That's why we ask. We just offer. We're like, hey, we'll take these ones for you. We'll pay you for it. You don't want I don't the western know. part of Canada I, anyways. I think, we, I think we need to figure out what to do with our own states before we start messing with Canada. I think we can find three more states. Okay, well, we the, 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 most, the biggest thing would be to divvy up the bigger states. Maybe York, New York. We break, up what, we break up Virginia again. We make an East Virginia. And okay, and then we make New York, New York City, the island part, Manhattan. We make that its own state too. The five so parts. you have New York City, the state, and you have yeah. New York, the state. Yeah. Okay. So we need one more. 
I've, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Florida. The panhandle becomes its own state. The yeah. rest of Florida is. Wait, we get rid of Florida. True. We have to. We, we do. We should get rid of Florida. We get rid of Florida. So now we're back down to 67. The panhandle for Oklahoma becomes its own state called the pan. And we make Cleveland its own state because people don't want to associate with Cleveland and Ohio. Yeah, I like that plan. And they got exports, sure, but there we go. It's yeah, we states. and and in order to get rid of Florida, we nuke it. Yeah, or we just saw it off. We could do that. Good point. We, we need a big saw, but we could do it. We don't even need that big of a saw, according to Looney Tunes. Yeah, and all we need now is we just need the states to agree to it, which shouldn't be that hard. For no, I mean, who wouldn't want to have sixty-nine states? Yeah, be like, hey, Michigan, why? Is, why is there one? Well, there should be two of you. Don't you guys want four senators? And they're like, yeah, we do. And we're like, cool. You get it. Well, they wouldn't have four senators. The Upper Peninsula would have two and Michigan Lower Peninsula would have two. Yeah, don't we, I'd be like, don't you guys hate that you only get two senators? If you split it in two, then you guys get four, but you're split up. You get two each, but you don't have to associate from across the pond because we know you hate each other. It's, you know, it's a Capulet and whatever Romeo's Romulet? Name. I thought you were a screenwriting major, Iggy. It's Capulet. And no, the... Hold on. I don't. Why'd you say Rome? This isn't Rome. Montague. That was the other one. I don't know why you said Romulet. I don't honestly don't know why I said that either. I think you're thinking of the founding of Rome, maybe. That and like I was combining Romulus the two Romulus? names. <laughs> I was combining the two names. A little yeah, bit. I don't know. Writing major, which doesn't even have to do with plays, you idiot. Kind of does. Movies just a play in, on a, on, a tele, on a television. How dare you? Anyways, that's all I got on statehood. That's that's it. That's all you got. That was a lot of stuff. I still don't know how I'm supposed to make my own state. It's a, it's a simple process. Yeah, but where am I supposed to find land that isn't owned by someone already? That's your problem, not mine. That's an entirely different topic. I can't just like buy a plot of land and secede from the state of Ohio. Well, you could attempt to buy up a lot of land. Why doesn't Disney become its own state? Disney has tried to become its own municipality on multiple occasions. I know it has, but it should be its own state. A very, I don't think it should be. It already has its hand down the pants of copyright law. Oh, we know about this, that fucking mouse. Oh, Jesus Christ. Freaking Disney. Anyways. So you want me, you want me to, to end this up? I do. Okay, we're gonna do uh, uh, a crime time, prime time, like usual to end the episode. This one isn't related to statehood at all. I couldn't find anything thematic for the week, but it is kind of humorous. Um, we are going to Texas, actually, though. So you know that's related because it's a state. We did talk about Texas. Yeah. Um, specifically Houston, where a man stole an ambulance on Thursday night. Uh, paramedics were on a call when the man jumped in and drove off. So, you know, don't keep your keys in the ignition, people. However, after jumping and driving off and keeping the emergency lights on, the man decided to take a quick detour about four miles into his journey to stop at a jack-in-the-box to order his food. Why jack-in-the-box? He must have been high. Probably. And then he was pretty quickly caught at the jack-in-the-box in the drive through line and was arrested and charged with felony theft. Yeah. This it always goes back to our old, the only actual legitimate advice we have offered. If you're going to commit a crime, don't commit a second one in tandem with it. Wait, what was the second crime? Going to eat at Jack in the Box. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, and also don't get caught committing a crime in a stolen vehicle, which has happened in most of, well, a lot of the crime time, prime times I've mentioned. If you're going to rob a store, don't do it in a stolen car. If you're going to do a hit and a run, 
don't do it in a stolen car. If you're going to steal a car, don't do it drunk. If you're going to give someone a back alley hand job, don't do it in a stolen car. I don't think that's, well, I guess public indecency. It's also just not. It's just rude. I don't want my stolen car back after someone got a handy in it if it wasn't me. Yeah, that's fair. You know? I can't fault you for that. Yeah. You steal an ambulance, don't go to a jack-in-the-box. Now we want to know what he's going to do with it afterwards. Do with what? The ambulance. Got me, man. That was our episode. Like I always say, like we do every week, I hope you learn something. You don't know what it would be. I don't know how knowing about the rules of statehood can help you unless you just want to keep up to date about D.C. and Puerto Rico statuses, which, you know, who knows where that's going to go. 2021 is a crazy year with everything that's been going on. Like, GameStop? I still don't know what's going on with that. Still got my membership card, so I guess I'm going to be rigging in a lot of dough soon. If you want to talk to us, chat to us, send fan mail, hate mail, you can reach us either at the rule against podcasting at gmail.com the rule against podcasting on instagram or facebook or the rule against on twitter if you like us tell tell your friends to us you know so we can we can build our small legal army ever bigger and eventually maybe we can make our own state of just digital followers there's nothing in the constitution that says the state has to be a geographical location so who knows also does the statehood extend above the ground? How far up does, does it go to the atmosphere? Can I make my own sky state? Who knows? Maybe we could do that. You can't do that. There, what, is there a law saying I can't do that? There are laws about property and like how high above the ground your property extends. How high above the ground does it how, how high above the ground does it go? That's another episode. <laughs> That's interesting. Well, we can do a digital state because there. I got. I don't think there's any rules about not having a state that can it be digital. Uh, you probably have to have territory, physical territory. Would be my guess. Didn't specify that. It didn't, but that wasn't a concern at the time the rules were drafted. No, and I assume if it went to the Supreme Court, they'd be like, no, get the fuck out of here. And you'd be like, okay, that's fair. Yeah, and it'd be your fault that there'd officially be law on the subject. But I'd be famous for something. You'd be famous for the wrong reason. But I'd be famous. So, you know, that works for me. However you want to look at it. Do you have any, do you have any final words to wrap this up with? Yeah, the Constitution is whack. Whack.